Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Well, amen. This is Pastor Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church, and you are listening to the Treasures of Truth podcast. And I am sure glad that you've tuned in today. And we want to talk about Jesus today on the podcast. This is the third part of the Let's Talk About Jesus. And episode 58, episode 58. And I'm so thankful for you listening. And I hope something we say will be a blessing to you. You know, the Bible, in the Word of God, there was a lot of people that questioned who Jesus was. Matthew 21, who is this? Luke 5, again, they ask, who is this? Luke 7, again, the same question, who is this? And then again in John 12, who is this? That phrase occurs, reoccurs in the Gospels. Who is this? And, uh, you know, I'm glad I know who he is. And the reason I know who he is is because I have a Bible. Thank God for the Bible. Now, it's under attack, no doubt about that. The Word of God is under attack, and the reason is is because Satan does not want folks to know who Jesus really is. And I've just been over the last couple podcasts just throwing out some thoughts about Jesus, and you know he's the greatest subject there is. He's the greatest subject there is. If you're listening today and you don't know him as a personal Savior, today's the day of salvation. But I know that probably most, if not all, of the people that listen to a Christian podcast are saved. But what about your neighbors? What about your friends? What about your coworkers? Let's talk about Jesus. You know, he's the greatest subject. Now, to some people, he's just a painting. He's just the subject of a painting. Uh, to some, he's just the hero of a poem. Uh, to some, he's just uh, a statue or maybe a good thought for a song. But if you know him, if you've heard his voice, if you have felt his pardon, you know that Jesus is music, he is light, he is warmth, he's joy, he is hope, he is salvation. He is a friend who never forsakes you, lifts you up when others tear you down. He takes your burden, no matter how many times you've come to him before with a burden. He never grows weary. He never, he never ceases to relieve us of the weights that we're carrying. I mean, there ain't nobody like Jesus that can mend a broken heart. Who like Jesus can care for an orphan or who like Jesus can help the prodigal get back home or heal blind eyes, touch deaf ears, touch lame legs. He illuminated cemeteries. (laughs) He can take a harlot off the street, demon-possessed, make a queen, Mary Magdalene, kiss away the guilt. I mean, that's only the Lord Jesus. He can only do that. And you know, I've been saved for 42 years and been preaching now for 38 years. And the story of Jesus, even though I've heard it since I can remember anything, my first thoughts of my my whole life, my first memories of my whole life, include Jesus. I was raised in church, went to church nine months before I was born, and 
mom and dad, dad's a pastor, mom and dad, great Christians. I've never known a day that I didn't know about Jesus. And it doesn't grow old. The story of the manger, the story of the cross, they never die in my heart. It's just as strong today as it was 2,000 years ago when Mary wrapped her firstborn son and laid him in a manger. And that same spirit that was in that stable at Bethlehem has absolutely circled the whole globe. You think about that, that little space right there in Bethlehem, Bethlehem Ephrata, smallest among so many, and yet out of that place was born the God-man, and he has circled the globe. His name is in every place. There's nobody like Jesus. Little children have clustered at his feet. Men and women forsook all to take up their cross and follow him. And there's nothing like him. There may be another George Washington. There may be another Abraham Lincoln. There may be another uh, Einstein or Thomas Edison or, or Newton. Dear God, I pray there's, well, I'm not going to say that, but there's a few I hope we don't see repeated in history. But there'll never be another Jesus. I mean, there just ain't nobody like him. He's the only begotten. That means monogenous. That's the Greek word. It means there's one of a kind. There's no one else like him. And I mean, if you'd go and take all of those that are in the scripture that he helped, I mean, you go find that woman with the issue of blood and you ask her, what was it like when you touched the hem of his garment? You came up healed. I mean, if you could ask her about that, you know what she'd say? I've never met anybody like him. You go find the adulterous woman that was taken in adultery and and and, and been cast at his feet and she's laying there in the dirt and, and she's now been sanctified and purified by the grace of Christ. And she's, you ask her, what do you think? She said, I've never met anybody like him. I mean, you could go find Paul and Silas who were fastened in the prison cell. And there they were singing in the midnight hour, beaten, bloodied, bruised, hungry, cold, hurting. But they start singing about him and the cares rolled away. You go over there and find Simon Peter who had fallen into failure. And there he is at the Sea of Galilee. And, and he took his eyes off of him and he was sinking. But he said, Lord, save me. And when you get him back to the boat, say, Peter, what do you think? He said, I ain't never met nobody like him. There's just nobody like him. You go over and find that maniac of Gadara. That maniac of Gadara who had not been able to go home, who had been out running naked in the tombs and hurting himself and, and was just a wild man with the demons of hell in him. And you find him when he's there clothed in his right mind because Jesus had made a trip to where he was. And you ask that old maniac, one-time maniac, what do you think? He'd say he's the only begotten. There just ain't nobody. I ain't never met nobody like him. You go over to John chapter 11. Mary and Martha had been weeping because their brother had been dead for four days. But when they're seated at the table in chapter number 12, and they're all sitting around talking, why don't you just get Mary and Martha to the side and say, you see that man over there that called your brother out of the grave? What do you think about him? You know what Mary and Martha would say? We've never met anybody like him. 
Go find them three Hebrew boys that that were walking with him in the fiery furnace. You know what they'll tell you? Jesus, ain't nobody like him. Or maybe Daniel down in the lion's den when he got pulled out and say, Daniel, what do you think? And he'd say, there's just nobody like the Lord. I mean, you could run on and on and on. What about Stephen over there in the book of Acts when he's being stoned and flogged to death by those uh, religious uh, folk and, and his eyes are, are, are fastened to the heavens as the rocks continue to pound upon him and death is biting at his heels and his life is almost gone. And you find Stephen when he sees uh, Jesus standing up off the, off, the, off the throne of heaven at the right side of God. And you ask Stephen, what do you think? And he would say, I've never met anybody like him. You go find John forsaken on the Isle of Patmos. Lonely. Lonely, but now he's realizing God's purpose. He's filled with the Spirit on the Lord's day. And he's about to see the revelation and revolution of God. And God took him up and let him see all the things which were going to be hereafter. And if you could talk to John today and say, John, what do you think? He'd say he's the only begotten. He's the only begotten. He's the monogenous. There's no one else like him. I'm telling you this, this, this on this day. We need to talk about Jesus. Do you know what this world needs? We don't need more social programs. The Lord knows we don't need more church buildings. The Lord knows we don't need more Bible colleges. You know what we need? We need for the folks that know Jesus to talk about Jesus. We need to share him with our neighbors, with our coworkers, with our friends, with our family, with our, our uh, fellow students down at the public school or the or the or the public college or we need to share it with our mechanic share it with our grocer share it with our hairdresser let's talk about jesus go out today be salt be light if you're listening to this in the evening go out tomorrow plan on purpose to be salt and light and let's talk about jesus till the next podcast god bless you